Hey, it's Pat. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. In case you're not familiar with me, I've been helping people retire for over 20 years now, author of the book Save Your Retirement, and host of the Save Your Retirement radio show. Our goal with this show is to provide you with valuable and timely information to help you plan your retirement, or if you're already retired, help you make the most of it. Ultimately, we want to help you use your money to accomplish your goals and dreams and to help you avoid any stress and fear with your finances and instead replace those with confidence and peace of mind. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe so you won't miss future episodes. Also, if you'd like to give us a great rating, it would mean so much to us and it helps get the word out so we can share this valuable information with others. Thank you so much. And now here's this week's episode. Many of us are creatures of habit. We have our usual order at our favorite restaurants. We take our coffee a certain way. We don't like to switch banks, accountants, or doctors because we're comfortable with how things are done. But if you're getting close to retirement, you should seriously consider changing things up. And we'll talk about why on the show today. Thanks for joining us on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and he is the author of the best-selling book, Save Your Retirement. And Pat, you know, let's talk about why it's important to consider changing things up and breaking out of our routine when it comes to planning for retirement. Yeah, Jen, you said it perfectly when you said, you know, if you're getting close to retirement, because when I think about this, I really think if you are far off from retirement, then the routine is actually perfect. Uh, Because really what we want is if you are in your 20s or 30s or probably 40s, assuming you're planning on working to 60 or beyond, um, you've got time on your side. And really, you don't want to be micromanaging everything. The goal is to just save as much as you can and set it aside and let it grow as much as possible. And I always love to use the analogy of a racehorse, how they have those little blinders on, right? So they're, they're not looking side decide and they're not distracted, right? Mm, right. Uh, They are looking focused straight ahead at the goal. And so if you are 20 or 30 years from retirement, then we just want you just kind of not even thinking about it, right? We want you in that routine. But when you're retired, of course, you can't be thinking that way. You can't be thinking, I'm just going to save and grow my money. Of course, you're doing something totally differently. Most of the time, you're spending some of that money. And so the big question uh, and one of the most challenging things in the world of finance is, how do you make that switch? Um, how do you transition from being having the blinders on and plowing money into your 401k as much as you can to uh, being prepared for retirement. And that's the, the point that you are getting to, Jen, is you've got to break out of that routine because there is a time in our lives where you have to start thinking differently. And um, I think it's a, it's a powerful point for us to talk about today. Well, Pat, when we are trying to do things a little bit differently, we're trying to get a little bit serious about retirement planning, and it's time to sit down and meet with someone like you, what happens in that first meeting? What, what's your initial goal when you're meeting, sitting down with someone for the first time? Well, you know, we uh, block off an hour, Jen, and so we, we talk about that being a um, no-cost, no-obligation retirement review, essentially. Um, and, uh, of course, uh, there are some circumstances where it could be very complex or there might be a lot of background, um, but the challenge is there's only so many hours in the day, so we have to keep that to an hour. So when I'm kind of thinking about what I'm focused on is what I really want to know are three things, which is um, learning about the people coming into the office that I'm meeting with and kind of where who they are and where they are. And that means um, kind of where they are as people, you know, uh, are they working right now and uh, kind of where they stand financially. Um, and then the second part is really where we spend most of our time, which is what do you want? What are you looking to accomplish? And of course, since we talk about retirement all the time, a lot of times that's that revolves around, hey, I'd really love to retire in two years or five years or 10 years, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could be uh, it could be that, but it doesn't have to be that. You know, sometimes uh, people are looking to pay off their house or there could be any number of goals. Um, and then the third piece to that, Jen, is really just is there anything we can do to help? You know, there are certainly people that come into our office that are on either end of the spectrum. One could be they've done everything perfectly and all we do is we just shake their hand and say, congratulations, you're in great shape. Uh, on the other end of the spectrum, maybe someone just doesn't have the resources and there's nothing we can do to help. Um, but there are a lot of people that come in uh, where you know our expertise can be valuable to them. And it may be something where we would propose they hire us and we can explain how we would do that. Or maybe we can just give them some advice. 
What other kinds of questions do you ask potential new clients in that first meeting? Really, really walk us through what we could expect here. Yeah, I mean, it's, of course, we need to know a little bit about where you stand today, but I always like to just ask people about, you know, tell me about uh, where you're at and what's on your mind right now. Um, uh, We know uh, life is busy, so if you're going to drive to our office and spend an hour with us and then drive back to work or or home, um, there's got to be something on your mind, right? (laughs) That's probably pretty important. Mm, Uh, Otherwise, why would you spend all that time? So I want to know what that is um, because that's, I want to make that time as valuable as possible for someone who's investing it with us. So starting with that and then really just drilling down into goals. What are you wanting to accomplish? What are you hoping to accomplish? Um, What are you concerned about? And so we're really talking about if you think to uh, retirement, uh, what's the timeline you're hoping for? Um, What type of uh, lifestyle is that going to look like? Do you, are you going to live in the house you live in now? Are you planning to move away from the Columbia area, uh, assuming you live here? Are you um, planning on downsizing the house? Um, you know, what's that life look like? Uh, do you have family here? You'll be traveling, uh, all those kinds of things. And because that's getting a picture for, you know, you and I always talk about on the show that um, that matters a lot because it's going to affect your lifestyle in retirement, which affects your finances. And so ultimately, we're trying to find out all those things. And any non-retirement goal would be the same way. If you're looking to pay off the house, what's the timeline for that? Where does that stand? And uh, so that's really financial planning is about accomplishing your goals. And that's what we want to focus on with someone when we're getting to know them. If you don't have someone to bounce those types of things off of, give us a call right now and take it advantage of that no cost, no obligation review. Our number is 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call right now, 803-9-RETIRE. Mention the Save Your Retirement Radio Show. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. And if it's easier to locate the numbers when you're looking on your phone, that's 803-973-8473. 803-973-8473. 8473. Pat, when you go through the types of questions you're asking in those initial meetings with new people, are they surprised you don't want to start off right away discussing account balances and investments and all of those hard numbers? It depends, Jen. Some people are, are quite shocked by it. Um, and then others are just kind of going with the flow. You know, I, I saw a quote just the other day, and you know, this will probably catch you off guard. Uh, so it was in ESPN, the magazine. Okay? <laughs> okay. So you're probably wondering how on earth that relates to this. But I thought this was fascinating. This was Neil Armstrong. Mm-hmm. And his quote was, if you're an you know, talking about space travel, he said, if you're an inch off on landing, it's no big deal. But if you're an inch off on takeoff, you'll miss the moon by a million miles. Hmm. And I thought that was just a really powerful quote yeah. uh, thought because what what it was saying is you really have to understand what your goals are um, because someone could tell you the, the greatest financial ideas in the world but if if it's directed in the wrong way it's not going to help you accomplish anything right. so what we want to do in that first meeting is really understand where you're trying to get to so we can help you see if you can get there yeah that, that's really interesting but do you talk about a budget at all during the first meeting i mean do, do some of those numbers and that kind of thing at least come up well, that's <laughs> it's funny you ask that, Jen, because I always um, tell people if assuming retirement is their primary goal or one of their biggest goals, you know, of course, we need to have an idea of what someone's lifestyle might look like in retirement. Mm-hmm. So I always say this uh, very seriously and with kind of a laugh. I, and I tell people before I ask them, I say, OK, this is going to be the hardest question I ever ask you. <laughs> and that is if they have an idea of what they're going to be spending in retirement. So I, I don't like, you know, I don't love the word budget because I, I to me, that's like setting, you know, some type of like spending limit. And that's not what we're about. We want you to enjoy yourselves as much as you can based on your resources. But uh, yeah, we do want to talk through that. Some people come in, they have that number in mind. Most people don't. Um, And so what we can do is kind of just throw out some examples. Maybe we talk about a range and try and figure that out. Maybe it was somewhere between $4,000 and $6,000 a month or something like that. So just getting them thinking about that. And even that process alone can be very helpful for a lot of people. What should people expect to discuss if they want to continue working with you? What do you talk about in those second or third meetings? Yeah, so the first meeting, uh, Jen, is really a a chance to get to know each other and kind of see if there's a way we might be able to help. If we think there's a possibility of that, we'll generally suggest a second meeting. We always say the first two hours with us in the, you know, one hour apiece is no cost, no obligation. We want that to be value uh, to that person coming into the office. So even if they don't hire us, we hope those two hours are extremely valuable to them. And in that second meeting, um, there are 
two items um, that someone's going to leave with. Um, the first is uh, that custom-built retirement review that we talk about on the show all the time, and that is a document that goes over the five areas of planning that we think are so important, and those are tax planning, uh, so it kind of gives them an idea where they stand today and ways they could that we hope they'd be able to save on taxes, um, healthcare and insurance planning, estate planning, investment planning, and then the fifth area is income planning. We always say the foundation to a successful retirement plan is a written retirement income plan. So that's kind of talking conceptually about those five areas, kind of where they are right now, and if there's any areas that where we think they could potentially improve on. And then the second document would be then a preliminary written income plan. Now, of course, we've had an hour to talk with somebody, and maybe there's been some communication in between to kind of fill in the gaps of some data. Um, so we're not saying that this is going to be the perfect income plan <laughs> that someone's going to use for the rest of their life, right? Mm, right. Uh, it would take a lot more planning to do that. However, I will tell you, Jen, um, that preliminary written income plan, I have I have seen it really uh, be life-changing for people because a lot of times no one's had that done for them before. They've never seen anything like that before. And then you can see, okay, this is when I was hoping to retire. This is where my income would come from. This is what my finances would look like. And you can start to really visualize and see retirement. You can see instead of having a paycheck, how do I live off of my nest egg? And that is just a concept that's very difficult. And it's such a big change, Jen, that uh, we think that that can be just an enormous value. And that's Mm -hmm. one of the reasons that we offer it at no cost or no obligation. Uh, If you've never had that run for you before, I would definitely encourage you. Give us a call now at 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, that number again is 803-9-RETIRE. Mention the Save Your Retirement Radio Show to take advantage of that custom-built retirement review, including that preliminary written income plan. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. And if it's easier to find the numbers on your phone, 803-973-8473. You know that junk drawer in your kitchen? Does it ever remind you of your financial plan? We'll talk about how you can get that plan in order coming up next. You define your future. You have choices. You can choose to be the author of your own life story. We all know the stock market is like a casino. You put your money down and you hope you win. But there's so many things beyond your control. When it comes to your money and your retirement, there are things that you can do to help protect yourself. Finding the right financial advisor, somebody who puts your interests first and helps you build a plan that takes into account what might happen with financial markets is an example of you choosing to be prepared. Pat Strube and the team at Preservation Specialist have helped hundreds of individuals and families plan for retirement. Economics and politics, they're beyond your control. But making a call to plan for those things is a choice you can make today. Call Preservation Specialist at 803-9-RETIRE. Choose to be prepared. 803-9-RETIRE. Rembeck has been remunerated and is not a client. Investment advisory services off the Kalos Capital Inc. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists and author of the best-selling book, Save Your Retirement. RetireWithPat.com is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. You know, we all have that one drawer in our home, the junk drawer. Most of the time it's in the kitchen. That's where mine is. And you know what kind of stuff you'll find in there. Batteries, rubber bands, power cords to some forgotten device. Just random bits and pieces that at one time seemed important enough to keep, but are in desperate need of organization. And sometimes things just need to be tossed out, Pat. I know one time I was cleaning ours out and I found I found a baby tooth in, in ours. <laughs> I know it belongs to one of my children. I don't know why it was in there. So, Hey, can I tell you a quick junk drawer story? Please do. So we have a, a drawer just for batteries. And, um, you know, we have a four-year-old and a three-year-old now. Yep. So obviously we need a lot of batteries. And, you know, as you accumulate TVs, you've got all these remotes. And, of course, you can't have one remote for a television. That would be way too simple, no, right? No. So we've got this pile of remotes. So I was home alone, which is unusual because there's usually all kinds of people and noise in my house. And the remote batteries died. So I went to the battery drawer and I open it up and there's 5,000 batteries, but no 
double A's. Of course not. And I'm thinking, what in the world is going on? And so I'm like walking all over the house. I'm like, I gotta gotta have the TV working. And and so I end up stealing them from another remote, which took me forever to do. So my wife gets home and I ask, and Janelle is awesome. And I was like, I said, what happened? I thought we always had double A's. And she said, I bought this enormous box of them. We've got like 200 AA batteries. And I said, well, where are they? And they, she said, well, they didn't fit in the battery drawer, so it's, they're in the drawer beneath it. <laughs> I, was, I was so mad. That, oh, why did I, th- I didn't think to look at the other drawer. The so drawer. sometimes the junk drawer expands, I guess. Yeah. Yes, it does. <laughs> and it's happened to all of us. It really has. Pat, how many people come to you and they think they have a plan, but when you look, what you see amounts to a financial junk drawer that really needs to be sorted out and organized. Yeah, you are so right about that, Jen. And I think probably, you know, if people are like me, maybe you've got the junk drawer that has the batteries and the cords, then you have like the financial junk drawer. And so you you have like all this stuff stuffed in there. I don't know how often someone thinks they have a plan and then we kind of wake them up to the fact that they don't, Jen. I think it might be a little bit of the opposite of that, that people come to us because they're starting to realize they don't have a plan. Hmm. And, um, you know, I I look at it as, you know, no one teaches you how to be a grown-up and how to have finances and how to do all the things you have to do as a grown-up. So, you know, the first time that you move out on your own, the first time you buy a house, you've got a mortgage, you've got all these bills that come in, you've got the electricity. What do you do with all this stuff? Uh, maybe you sign up for your 401k, you start getting statements for that. You have kids and maybe buy a life insurance policy. and you So you have life insurance now, you have health insurance through work. It, it goes on and on and on and on. And how do you put all that together in a plan? Well, most people in their 20s and 30s don't, right? They have the financial junk drawer, so you're exactly right. And the analogy I always use, Jen, that I think is really important to think about that we believe absolutely here is that what you would love to have is an easy button for your finances. And the truth is there's no such thing. We would love to tell you there's an easy button, but there's not. So instead, that's where why we believe comprehensive planning is so valuable. That's why that's our approach, because we believe by having a financial plan that we help you build and implement, and then having a planner, a team of planners here, now you have someone to help you control and organize that. So it, it, it's not an easy button, but what it does is it, it gives you a plan so you have that peace of mind to know you have something in place and that you're working towards the things that you want in life. And the thing that drives me crazy about the junk drawer in my kitchen is that it's not functional. It's just not a functional space. It tries to be and then it gets to be a mess. And when I clean it out and then it's a good use of space again, then I feel better. So so what's the first step to get our stuff organized so it's functional for us in retirement? <laughs> well, um, I, I'm going to give a couple steps, Jen, because I don't think the first step is any fun. So the, <laughs> the first step is just figuring out where you are, what you have. Mm-hmm. And I think right with that junk drawer in our kitchen, that means you just got to dump everything out and start from scratch, mm, right? Yeah. So that's not any fun. So the first step is that first meeting with us where we're kind of going through, we're spending most of our time trying to figure out what you want to accomplish and what your goals are. But we do, of course, need to know where you stand right now. And so that's taking stock of everything, kind of where you are right now. What do you own? Uh, what do you owe? Mortgages and things like that. Uh, what type of income do you have now? What, in, what type of income in retirement, like Social Security? And so we're just kind of taking stock and identifying where you stand right now now. The second step then is if someone hires us, we're building their retirement plan for them and then we're helping them implement it and then manage it and oversee it over time. And so that's what's going to take you from the mess to having things in order. So like you said, it's functional and working for you. Well, Pat, if we already have some of these different things in place, maybe we have an annuity and we have some insurance policies, is it possible to make changes to those things so we have stuff that is working in our best interest? Definitely, Jen. And this is where I would say having someone uh, structured as a fiduciary like we are, which just means we are not um, selling something to you. We are working, you're hiring us and we're working for your best interests. It's a big deal because we don't make any assumptions that anything you have now are good or bad. We're just going to analyze them and see where they are. And, I, and I'm thinking of an example. I have a client, um, they've been with us for about one year now and they had four very sizable annuities. And we went, they said, what do you think? And I said, well, we just have to analyze them. They hired us. Uh, we went through all of them. Two of them are 
really great contracts. They have great guarantees in them. So our plan is that they'll probably keep those for life. Hmm. Um, one of those had tons of fees and did not have any guarantees to it. So we identified that it's probably better to move that somewhere else. And they were able to do that within that contract. And then the fourth one, we were able to make some changes to it and lower their costs. Um, so now they're all working for them, whereas before, probably only two of the four were working for them. So the answer, as usual, is it depends uh, as to you know doing an analysis. And that's where we think the comprehensive approach can be really valuable. And uh, if you don't have someone doing that kind of research for you, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer a absolutely no-cost, no-obligation retirement review to go over these types of things and help you see where you stand right now. That number, again, is 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call now at 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialist. The number is 803-9-RETIRE. Or if it's easier to see the numbers when you're looking at your phone, 803-973-8473. Pat, when is the right time to start claiming your Social Security benefits? Oh, man, that's a loaded question, Jen. (laughs) (laughs) Well, quick refresher for our listeners. Um, Your most people that are kind of planning retirement today, depending on the year you were born, full retirement for Social Security would be somewhere between 66 and 67. Depends on the the exact year you were born. Um, You can start claiming as early as 62, and your benefits can continue to grow up until age 70. So you've got an eight-year window in there of when to claim. Um, I always make the point that if you... Uh, Google wins the best time to take Social Security. I know you and I have done that, uh, Jenna. I think there's over 10 million articles it's that you'll find. So, yeah, yeah that, that, that'll, that should take up your whole retirement, basically, going through all those articles. But almost all of those will say delay your Social Security as long as possible. And with good reason, um, your benefits will increase every year you wait. However, I always make the point that that is about maximizing your Social Security. We believe everyone should be optimizing your Social Security. And what we mean by that is if you have saved anything for retirement, then delaying it is just one piece of it. What we also need to figure out is how does that affect the rest of your life? You know, Jen, if you come in in that first meeting and say, I want to delay my Social Security to 70, but I want to retire at 62, well, that may still be a good plan, but we kind of have to figure out how you're going to eat for eight years, Mm. right? So that's going to have a huge effect on the rest of your finances. So that's why we say um, it's not as simple as it sounds, and we believe there's great power in having a planner helping you go through all the different scenarios and figuring out the right time to claim for you. What if you've crunched the numbers and it looks like your expenses are going to be more than your income? How can you close the gap? Well, Jen, in today's retirement, that's almost everybody, you know, because um, most people aren't going to live just on Social Security. And then um, pensions just aren't around as much anymore. So we have a few clients that have Social Security and maybe they have a federal or a state pension and um, they worked for a long time and they've got great benefits and they can live off of that. But that is by far and away the minority. Um, Most people, um, any type of pensions or state retirement or Social Security is not going to cover all their expenses. And that's where all of us kind of in the real world fall. And now you have to figure out, okay, I've got a nest egg, I've got a 401k, I've got an inheritance or whatever money you have. How do I use that to live off of it. And so that needs to be used to help cover that gap. And that, of course, I think we've probably done entire shows on that, Jen, but kind of in a short, sweet summary, I always say there's three worlds that that money can be in. And it can be in kind of a growth aggressive investments like the stock market. It can be in safe and guaranteed money. And then we talk about a middle world where we would say the goal there is steady income, where it's not guaranteed, but it's not really tied to the market. And there's pros and cons to all three of those. Nothing's perfect. um, And there's nothing wrong with having money in the stock market when you're retired. However, to this point, our argument is what we believe is if you're creating income for retirement, it should not be from that growth world. It should be from the safe and guaranteed or from the steady income or some combination of that. And that's going to depend, of course, on each person's goals and desires and needs. And that one simple piece of advice separates us from a lot of other people. Other advisors want you to have all your money in the market. And you know what? If the markets are good, like they have been a lot over the last decade, maybe that works out great. Maybe it even works out better than our plan. Hmm. But we believe that our plan is tested in good times and bad. And we want to make sure that you're not hoping that things continue to go well. We want to make sure that you have a plan that's going to work for you no matter what's going on in the economy. 
and in the stock market. If you don't have confidence that you have that plan already right now, call right now at 803-9-RETIRE. That's why we offer our custom-built retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation. That number is 803-9-RETIRE. That's if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement. Call right now at 803-9-RETIRE. Anything that can go wrong will go wrong. We've all been there. So how do you build a retirement plan that can handle even Murphy's Law? We'll talk about that coming up next. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists and author of the best-selling book, Save Your Retirement. You've seen Pat in the local media. You read his articles in USA Today and Investors Business Daily. And he's here with me today. Glad to have him in studio. Pat, you know Murphy's Law. Anything that can go wrong will go wrong. This happens to me in traffic. It happens to me when I'm trying to get the kids out the door on time and it can happen to us in retirement we're just everything piles on us what are some of the things that can just derail our retirement if they're not planned for yeah and and of course when you think about the things that can derail retirement i mean that's an incredible laundry list right and yeah. you know my book save your retirement goes through seven retirement villains um, so those are all things to be cautious of and to protect yourself from. But some of those you can have very clear protections. So I think of this question, I, I think of, you know, what are things that are maybe more unforeseen? So um, anything that would be an unexpected expense, we like to call those spending shocks. So things that kind of hit you by surprise. I kind of categorize them in three different areas. One would be kind of personal. So a lot of times that would be family. And we have clients that are in that sandwich generation where uh, maybe they're kids are struggling, let's say you're 60, and you might have adult kids, uh, but they're having difficulties, maybe going through a divorce, uh, maybe having a difficult time with uh, work. Uh, maybe we've seen you know, drug dependency and parents needing to help out uh, in significant ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you also may have parents that are still alive, and there may be challenges there. You may need to do caregiving. You know, We have a couple clients that are in that struggle right now. So that can be very expensive. Um, you also have, uh, I would say, housing would be another area. Maybe, you know, of course, we all, anyone who owns a home knows that's wonderful in some ways. And then there are days that you're not real thrilled <laughs> to own your home. I, I always uh, say when I'm joking with Janelle that we started noticing everything around the house breaking. And I said, why is this happening? And I realized the house is exactly 10 years old. And I oh, said, yeah. okay, every, every warranty must have expired about a week ago. <laughs> so, uh, but also in retirement, you may have different housing needs. So you you may have uh, maybe when you were, you know, in the peak of your earning years, you bought the big house and you had all the space. And now maybe it's too much to take care of. Maybe your room's upstairs and you don't want that anymore. So you may have to change something to the house you have now or you may need to move. That could be expensive. And then the third area would be health care, uh, rising costs to regular health care and then long term care. Of course, those are things we can't control. So those are kind of the three big ones that I think uh, we see all the time, Jen, because we work with people that are approaching and in retirement on a daily basis. What do your clients say is their biggest concern about retirement? Would it be just one of those things you just listed? Yeah, I think um, you know the three that we hear repeatedly, Jen, would be uh, certainly number one is how do I make sure I don't run out of money? And that's because of our generation that's retiring right now is different than previous ones, right? Because you know, if you retired on Social Security and a pension, that wasn't very nerve wracking. <laughs> and now, you know, I've got this pile of money, and how do I make sure it doesn't run out? Because that's a, of course, a very scary thing. Um, a second one would be just general investing in stock market fears, because the market has been up for a, a longer period than in ever in U.S. recorded history, going back to the 1800s, which is great for the amount of growth, but very scary for the downside. Mm-hmm. And then the third one would be healthcare. Just the idea that how much healthcare am I going to need in retirement? How much of a burden am I going to be on my spouse, on on my family? How much is it going to cost me for regular healthcare? Uh, what if I need nursing care or care in my home? What's that going to cost? I mean, those things can be quite a bit of a scare for anyone kind of going into retirement. So I, I would say those are the three that come to mind. And of course, healthcare costs, when we look at those, I think Fidelity says the average 65 year old couple can expect to pay more than $285,000 on healthcare in retirement. 
how do you help us prepare for that type of expense in retirement? That's just an overwhelming number. It is. Uh, and of course, uh, just a few years ago, Jen, I know we've been recording for a, a long time now on the, mm-hmm. on the radio, and it's just a few years ago, that number was big, but it was a lot less, right? Because right. the numbers just keep getting more and more astronomical. So I always love the analogy of you know planning for a football game here, which is there's offense and defense, and both are really important. And everyone loves the offense. They love mm-hmm. the you know 60-yard touchdown run or throw or something like that. But that's, in our analogy, that's your investments and you know how you make your money. uh, But the defense is just as important. And that's what we're talking about here. How do you protect everything you've worked so hard for? And so when it comes to healthcare, we just talk about making sure you've got a plan for the three possible areas of need. The first one is, uh, will you need private health insurance um, at any point kind of in your retirement or if you're going to do kind of part-time retirement? And generally speaking, that means, are you going to need something before age 65? We see a, a very big variety of people in our office. Some people have, you know, maybe uh, state benefits. Some people have uh, big companies that have some type of protection or promise to protect their healthcare benefits, which I'm working with a client right now who's retiring and their big corporation is saying they will have retiree healthcare benefits, but this person is very worried that's going to change before they hit 65. Um, So that's number one. Number two, uh, the reason I'm mentioning 65 is generally speaking, most people qualify for Medicare at age 65. So just making sure you have plan for that. You know how that works. And then um, if you'll need supplemental insurance at that time, uh, we help you kind of discuss and and go through that. And then the third piece then, of course, is long-term care. Those expenses can be astronomical in retirement. And there's no one simple answer. There's not an easy button for that either, unfortunately. Uh, But we've identified a number of different planning tools that you can use. And what we do with our clients that hire us is we just go through each of those and we help them figure out what's the plan that's right for you. And so I I would always say, you know, let's try and figure out, do you have a plan for these types of things? If you don't, I would always encourage you, give us a call at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer our custom-built retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation, and that is designed to help you see where you stand right now in those types of planning areas, and if there's opportunities to improve where you are right now. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call right now to take advantage of one of the spots we've saved specifically for listeners of today's show. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. And if it's easier to find the numbers when you're looking at your phone, 803-973-8473. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and I am Jen Rizak alongside. Pat, we're living longer than ever before. So how do you help clients plan for the possibility of living a little bit longer than they expected? Well, this is one of those, maybe it's kind of boring, Jen, but it's just one of those foundational beliefs we have, which is that when you're talking about retirement, you have to play the long game. And uh, I was reading an author uh, recently, and uh, it wasn't a very fun uh, point that the author was making, but they basically said, if you pass away early in retirement, then your finances aren't your concern, right? Um, The concern is, what if you lived to 100 and you didn't plan for that? Mm, Uh, Because the worst possible thing that could happen is that you are living and you no longer have money. We don't want anyone to ever have to worry about looking for work when they're 85 years old. We don't want them, you know, having to have the the sandwich with nothing in between the two slices of bread. So Mm -hmm. we have to play the long game. We have to understand that we are living longer and longer and we just have to have a plan for that. So uh, how do we do that? I mean, it really is all about the foundation to a successful retirement plan is having a written retirement income plan. And all that means is understanding, let's talk through what do you want your retirement to look like? That's the fun part. Uh, What do you want to be doing? Uh, Do you have family? Are you going to be traveling with them? Are you going to be traveling to go see them? What types of hobbies do you have? Um, Have you always wanted to travel? Um, What are the types of things you're going to be doing? And then we're going to try and figure out what's that going to cost you? And then we'll talk through all the different sources you have for income. And then like we talked about in the previous segment, almost everyone has a gap there. So how do we cover that gap? And then how do we have some type of income plan that makes sure you never, ever, ever have to worry about, you know, the basics like um, your mortgage payment or your expenses on your home and, you know, food and things like that. And then you could take maybe some more risk with your investments on what your what your hopefuls are, which might be, you know, additional travel and things like that. So those are a couple of ideas that we use um, every day with our clients. Pat, do you talk to your clients about making 
making their retirement plan tax efficient. What do you think we need to know about our taxes heading into retirement? Yeah, a couple of thoughts there, Jen. I think that what we find, you know, sometimes people ask me what are our clients rich or what they're like, and I always say our clients aren't poor and they're not rich. And what I mean by that is they're not poor in that our clients had to have saved something uh, because our expertise deals with how do you work with your nest egg and how do you do those types of things. And when I say they're not rich, what I mean is people that have trust funds that, you know, have tens of millions of dollars, that's not who our clients are. Our clients are kind of everyone in the middle. Some of our clients might, might think some of the others are rich <laughs> compared to them, but there's a range, of course. But for our clients, tax bracket planning is a huge, huge deal. And what I mean by that is one of the tax brackets in our code right now, Jen, is, is 12%. And then the next bracket up is 22%. So yeah. if someone is in that 12% bracket and then they are careless with their planning and they get bumped up in the 22% bracket, that's almost doubling, almost you know overnight, essentially. Yeah. So so what we can do in retirement is when you have a planner that's comprehensive, that's looking at your investments and looking at your income and your income needs, your planner can help you plan and see if there's ways to keep you in a lower tax bracket. So that's the first thing that I would say that can be tremendously valuable when you're dealing with kind of retirement planning and taxes. The second piece that I would mention, Jen, has changed for us dramatically in the last year or two, and that is where you look at taxes and where they are today. We go to a number of conferences every year to make sure we're kind of up to date with planning and strategies and things like that. There was a speaker that is kind of a, just a high, high level tax planning person. And, and he used a phrase that I just thought was interesting. And he said, folks, right now taxes are on sale. And the point that the person was making is taxes were cut a while ago and we are in lower tax brackets right now. And what the speaker was talking about is the next time taxes change, pretty much everyone assumes they're going to go up. So basically they're on sale right now. Now, what does that mean for us? Well, for our clients, if you're close to retirement or in retirement, that means tax planning planning, strategizing, and that means maybe maybe we look at Roth IRAs or Roth conversion, which means taking things that you're deferring taxes on and converting it to something that has the opportunity to grow tax-free and you can withdraw tax-free in the future. That is a really exciting area, Jen, that we're, we're working with a lot of our clients on right now. So some of, uh, we have clients that hired us years ago, and we didn't even anticipate this being a value we would bring. And now when we're getting together with them for a review, we have this entirely new concept to look at and discuss and to strategize on. It's really, really exciting because uh, ultimately what we're trying to do is help our clients accomplish their goals. For most people, it's making absolutely sure you're never going to run out of money is the number one thing. And of course, if we're saving money on taxes, that just means it's more for you, more to protect you. And then what a lot of people say is once that's all set, and done, then if it's possible, I'd love to leave something behind. And so that's another beauty of tax planning is if we can save you money in taxes during your lifetime, we also want to see, are there ways that we can reduce taxes to your beneficiaries, to your family, to your church or charity or who, whoever or whatever would get whatever's left over? And ultimately, there can just be so much value there. And of course, we're tying together a lot of those planning areas, right? We're talking about taxes and income and also your estate. So if you don't have a plan for all those things that, and it's not cohesive for all of it, call us right now at 803-9-RETIRE. That's why we offer our retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation so we can look at those areas and help you see if you can improve where you are right now. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call right now at 803-9-RETIRE. And if it's easier to find the numbers on your phone, that's 803-973-8473. It only takes a few seconds to form an opinion about someone you just met. And the two qualities people are looking for in a first meeting might surprise you. Stay tuned to find out what they are coming up next. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I'm Jen Rizak alongside Pat. He's the founder of Preservation Specialists and the author of the best-selling book, Save Your Retirement 
RetireWithPat.com is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. Pat, I found this article, career experts say people size each other up in seconds. And there is a Harvard psychologist who says there are two questions people are quick to answer when they meet you for the very first time. Not you specifically, Pat, just people in general. Phew. Phew. It's (laughs) can they trust you and can they respect you? And, And so let's think about that. When a potential new client walks through your doors, these are the questions they're thinking. It's not, what does this guy know about annuities or can I quiz him on tax policy, right? It's, can they trust you? Can they respect you? What impression do you want to give them and what do you do to start that relationship on the right foot? Yeah. So, I mean, if you think about, you know, someone coming to our office for the first time, Jen, we are in an office complex. So there's a number of buildings here. Uh, It's right by uh, Interstate 20, Interstate 26. So it's very easy to get to for most people. And I always say, to keep it simple, our building is the tallest, nicest one on the complex. So it makes it a little easier to stand out. <laughs> and we're on the second floor. And when you come into our office, Jen, you know, nine times out of 10, Margo's going to greet you. And then she's going to welcome you into uh, one of our conference rooms. Uh, most of the time, uh, your first meeting would be in the room we call our treetops uh, room. And when you go in, you'll see why. Uh, it's, it, because we have a lot of windows there. And you can just see the, you know, the you're kind of looking out at the, at the trees. It's really just kind of a nice. Uh, setting. And when I think about, you know, when I walk in the room and we get to meet each other in person, um, this is my thought, Jen. You know, I've done this for over 22 years. And so I've seen, uh, I've talked to a lot of people and a lot of people have had bad experiences with financial professionals. And Mm -hmm. when I think about that, there's a very small number of financial professionals that are actually trying to rip people off. Unfortunately, there are some, you know, of course, Bernie Madoff Mm -hmm. and people like that. Almost a large portion of advisors want to help their clients. The problem in our industry is a huge portion of those advisors have some type of conflict of interests. And so maybe they are seeking to help their client, but maybe there's a, they're an employee of a large brokerage or bank or something like that. Well, if that's a public company, their primary job as an employee there is to maximize profits for that company because that's the job of the employees. So it doesn't mean they're trying to hurt you, but there's this inherent conflict, right? So We've built our business differently. Our clients, if you become a client of ours, you are hiring us to work for you. And so we work under the fiduciary rule as planners. And uh, that means that we are making a commitment in writing that we are going to do everything we can to anything that we advise to you is going to be in your best interests. And so that's what I would say, Jen, when we're having that opening dialogue, uh, we're not trying to figure out, hey, how much money do you have and what can we put it into and generate a bunch of commissions or something like that, which is what people have unfortunately experienced. What we want to do is we want to get to know you and get to know where you are and what you're trying to accomplish and see if we're a good fit. Because if we are going to work together, we're hoping it's going to be for a very, very long time. And of course, you know, that relationship is going to be incredibly valuable. And so hopefully all of that that I just mentioned kind of Mm -hmm. comes through during those conversations. Can you talk a little bit more about the relationships you develop with your clients over time, especially if retirements are lasting a long time? You, You are working with these people for a number of years. Absolutely, Jen. And that's what brings the fun, you know, to what we do. You know, one of the um, phrases that, you know, I just, just kind of came out of my mouth once when someone was asking me, they were kind of drilling me with questions about why should we hire you? And I said, you know, part of the reason we do the first two meetings in a lot of cases with no cost or no obligation is we really do need to figure out if we're a good fit to work together. Um, because, you know, this sounds maybe kind of funny, but it's also true, which is if we're going to be seeing each other, you know, and reviewing things for years to come, when you see me on your calendar, I want you to be happy and excited about, oh, I'm, we're going to go see Pat. I don't want you thinking, oh, no, we got to go see Pat, right? <laughs> and that goes the other way, too. You know, I want to be excited that I'm sitting down with you as well. So it needs to be both directions. And we do uh, quarterly social events with our clients because it gives us a chance to get to know them better, you know, and not just be talking about finances and things like that. And what's really been fun uh, is, you know, I started the, the uh, business in 2003, And so now we have clients that have been with us for, you know, 10, 15 or more years. 
And one of the stories that came to mind was a married couple that came in. It was in 2006, and he was retired military, and she was working as a nurse, a bedside nurse, uh, which my wife Janelle worked as a bedside nurse, and she said that was physically demanding when she was Mm. 30. So uh, this woman was in her early 60s, so I can imagine how physically difficult that was for her and um, they had done a good job of saving and they just kind of came in and and it was kind of you know a surface level discussion at first and we we really got to the heart of it and she just kind of broke down and she said I just don't know how much longer I can do this I'm trying to figure out how do I know when I can retire so I, I you know told her I said let me go back and run the numbers and I was so excited for the second meeting because um, their numbers looked great and so I was able to tell her great news, you can retire whenever you want. And she literally broke down crying. And um, it's, they've, they hired uh, me that day, and we still work together. And we've been through a lot. Uh, You know, one of their kids has gone through a divorce. You know, we've talked through those things, talked through the finances there. uh, But they've traveled uh, the world. Uh, They've had a a wonderful retirement. And um, building those relationships is what this is all about. It's fun to try to make good returns for someone's investments or try to save you money in taxes and things like that. But of course, it's real life. And the beauty of having a independent planning firm that you work with is you're not an account number. You are a human being. You're a family uh, with real goals and real dreams and real aspirations. And that's that's what we're building here. And that's that's what we get up every day passionate about and excited about. And that's why we offer the first two meetings at absolutely no cost and no obligation. We want to give you an opportunity to come in and so we can get to know each other and see if that type of long-term relationship would make sense and be beneficial. To take advantage of that offer, call 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call now at 803-9-RETIRE. It's a great opportunity to get a review of your retirement plan. And if you don't have a plan yet, it's never too late to get started. So call now at 803-9-RETIRE. We're talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rizak alongside. Pat gave you an easy way to remember that number, 803-9-RETIRE. If it is easier to see the numbers when you look at your phone, 803-973-8473. Pat, what kind of qualities should we be looking for when choosing a financial professional to work with, especially if we're trying to find someone to help us with our retirement? Well, yes, Jen, and there's actually three points that I would make there. The first one you actually answered for me, which is <laughs> what kind of advisor are you looking for? So the financial world has basically separated itself into two categories uh, over the last maybe 10 or 20 years. And the uh, a huge number of financial professionals are designed and their goal is just to help you build your wealth or your accumulation as much as possible. Uh, and that's important. You know, we talked earlier in the show about, you know, if you're in your 20s or 30s or maybe 40s, you know, the best thing to do is have your blinders on for your uh, retirement planning and just be focused on trying to build your wealth. And so that type of advisor is perfect for that. Um, once you get to a certain range within retirement, that's going to depend on your personality and your goals, but maybe 5, 10, 15 years away from retirement, now you want to start having someone who's an expert in helping you understand how do I go from that accumulation phase to how do I switch over to when I'm retired, preserving my principal and generating as much income as I can uh, off of that principal. And of course, for most people, you're not flipping a switch doing that all at once. It's a transition time over a certain number of years. So that is, of course, the focus that we have at Preservation Specialists uh, and, of course, what we talk about on the show all the time. So that's number one. Number two is make sure you drill down and understand what type of advice they're providing. Um, Generally, it's going to be one of two. One is a lot of people in the financial world are just investment advisors, and so they want to manage your money and try and grow it as much as they can. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, You just want to make sure you're getting what you're looking for. We, on the other hand, believe in a comprehensive approach, and we cover the five areas as we've talked about on the show, we think your investments should be tied in with your income plan for retirement, your tax planning, your health care planning, and your estate planning. And so it depends on what you're looking for. If you're looking for just an investment advisor and you don't want someone to meddle with the other stuff, that's not really the focus that we use at our office. We've seen a lot of people who thought they were getting a comprehensive planner and turned out it was just someone managing investments. So it's just good to look at those things if you're working with someone now or if you're kind of shopping for someone. And then the third thing I would mention is what we already 
talked about um, just a few moments ago, Jen, which is if you're looking for a financial professional, is there a conflict of interest? That doesn't mean they can't be a great advisor for you. It certainly makes it more difficult. So what is the relationship like? How is their business structured? And how are they able to help you? Pat, what are some red flags we should be aware of when trying to find this person to help us? You know, the biggest one, other than kind of the things I, I just mentioned to watch out for, the biggest thing right. that comes comes to my mind, Jen, is if someone is making any kind of recommendation to you before helping you create a plan or before talking about goals, that is a huge, huge red flag. That does not sound like a financial planner to me. That sounds like a professional salesperson. And uh, it reminds me of, uh, I was interviewed uh, a while back um, f- for a uh, article in Investor's Business Daily, which is a, a newspaper uh, on investing. And the topic of the article was, if you come into a lump sum of money, what are tips what should you do with it? And so, of course, that could be an inheritance, that could be a settlement, some kind of winnings that you have. And so, we're talking about, you know, let's say $100,000 or a or million dollars or whatever. And what the interviewer was looking for and what he was getting from the other financial advisors were, oh, I like X investment right now, or you should be looking at this. And I said, well, I don't think any particular investment is what we should be talking about. The first thing we need to look at is what do you want the money to do for you? And the interviewer just, he was silent when I said that because mm. no one else was saying that. But when you think about it, Jen, it's so important, of course, um, if you're saving for retirement and it's 30 years away, if you put the money in a checking account, not making any interest, that's a crazy thing to do. And yet, if your goal is to buy a house tomorrow, you need it in your checking account. Right. So it's, it's not that the checking account is bad. It's that the goal should determine what you're doing. And that's so important and should always be the focus of any professional you're talking to. So, Pat, if our experience has been more like what you were first talking about with someone who's really pressuring you, who's always just trying to push a sale, if we haven't had many other positive experiences, what should we do? Well, the best advice that I've heard, um, Jen, is, you know, I'm more of a kind of, you know, numbers guy and crunch the numbers and things like that. And this one, it made me realize how important it is. And ultimately, one of the things you need to do is trust your gut. And uh, Jen, I think that's where you uh, ladies are better than us guys, because everyone always jokes about women's intuition. But I think that's what that is, is women are better at just trusting your gut. So it comes back to this, you know, what we've been talking about, like you said, I mean, if someone's not treating you the way you deserve to be treated in any way of life, then you need to address that. And this is a perfect example of the reason, you know, sometimes people say, well, we know you're so busy. How can you give away an hour of your time? And we say, we just believe that offering the custom-built retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation is the right thing to do because it's an hour for us to sit down and talk about where you're at. And it gives us an opportunity to get to know each other. And that gives you an opportunity to get a gut feeling. We want you to know that the opportunity is there so you can investigate and try and figure out and make sure you have the right team for you. If you're looking for that and trying to find someone to do that, call us right now at 803-9-RETIRE. Take advantage of the no-cost, no-obligation, custom-built retirement review by scheduling a meeting that we've set aside specifically for listeners of today's show. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call now at 803-9-RETIRE. Preservation Specialists is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of tools. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income are never referring to securities or investment products. Preservation Specialists is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Securities offered through Kalos Capital, Inc. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Management, Inc. Both at 11525 Parkwood Circle, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30005. Preservation Specialist is not an affiliate or a subsidiary of Kalos Capital, Inc. or Kalos Management, Inc.